This is an RNZ podcast. Earlier this month here on Media Watch, the spokesperson for the commercial radio industry warned that the head-to-head rivalry between the big two companies that dominate it isn't always good for it. And that rivalry was centre stage when the New Zealand Radio Awards were handed out recently. But one award that night wasn't gobbled up by the big two, and that was the one for Best Local Station of the Year. The winner is, and please welcome to the stage, One X Radio Bay of Plenty. Now that's an award they've won before, more than once, during more than 50 years on the air in the Eastern Bay of Plenty. Radio Whakatane Limited was granted a broadcasting licence back in 1970 and they valued their independence back then, and it turns out they still do. One X generates its own local news in Whakatane and when an emergency strikes, they're ready. The Mayor of Whakatane, Bob Byrne, has appealed to all residents to try to stay calm while the earthquakes continue. Bob Byrne says police and traffic officers are checking out for damage, damage and injuries and council staff are checking to make sure access ways and roads are safe for people to use. He's urged people to listen to their radio station 1XX for information. That was 1XX announcer Chris Bullen broadcasting after the Edgecombe earthquakes back in 1987. Now in 2005, 1XX won the radio award for best news coverage after what was reported at the time as a 1 in 500 year flood the year before and when Cyclone Debbie struck 12 years after that 1XX got the message out to locals then as well and the national media also who couldn't get their reporters to the scene quickly enough. And even though 1XX later lost money from businesses that were shut down by the flooding, it gave away advertising to help those local firms get up and running again and also raised more than $60,000 through a charitable trust. And for all that, 1XX received the top New Zealand Radio Award in 2018, Radio Broadcaster of the Year. Congratulations to Glenn Smith and all the team. But it was the devastated town of Edgecombe that long-serving 1XX boss Glenn Smith spoke about at that ceremony. They're actually refugees. They're living in trailer parks, they're living in portacoms, they're living in other people's places. A really significant event. Well, five years on, the region was battered by Cyclone Gabriel this year, though not as severely as neighbouring Hawke's Bay and the Tairawhiti region. But Glenn Smith was again accepting the local station award at this year's Radio Awards due last week, alongside long-serving 1XX presenter Colin McGee, who had some news. And he's only just sold the station. It's going to remain locally owned and operated. So a good time to honour Glenn Smith, 49 years with 1XX. So, after almost half a century at 1XX and much of it at the helm, what now for the Managing Director, Glenn Smith? It is going to be the same sort of station and it is going to continue in local ownership. It was pretty important to me because I also wanted to have uh, people that knew the marketplace, knew the area, were capable of growing the business. Andy and Sarah Galbraith, who have bought it, are capable of doing that. So are they local local residents or maybe even had some connection with the station previously? Well, Andy has actually uh, worked as a part-time announcer for 11 years for uh, 1XX. Ah. <laughs> but he and his wife have a uh, successful video production company. It's an opportunity to basically merge the operations and already it seems to be working quite well. 
Well, what about you, though, Glenn? Because as Colin McGee mentioned, uh, 49 years, I think he said, 49 not out seems a shame. Are, are you going to be able to get the full half century and stick with the station in some capacity? I'm actually um, working in the sales area. We'll be doing that for, for quite a while. When I started with the station as a university student, having been involved with student radio, in 1978, I became the sales manager. In 1981, I became the general manager. So, yes, my future going forward is in the sales area. Well, in all the time that you've been in Radio Glen and, and at One X, you would have seen so many other smaller stations become part of the bigger networks and sometimes their output networked out of the major centres. So few. Uh, in fact, One X really an outlier in being fully independent with a, a news operation and a broadcast centre right there in the community you're broadcasting to. Is that sense of independence really important? I mean, ha- have you had to protect that? Were they interested in taking you over at any point over these years? Both of the uh, networks have done due diligence. I've had a number of people and I've had some interesting offers, but this, the, the people that have taken over the only ones that were local, that was really important to me. It's really uh, a good outcome for me. Yeah, because the, the station was, I guess, getting going at a time when operators were inspired by you know, the, the pirates and Radio Horaki and all, all of that that was going on at the time. Because back in those days, you, you know, in the, uh, the NZBC would have been pretty much the only game in town, particularly in your part of the Bay of Plenty. The plan is to show that uh, independent local radio can continue and can grow. When you refer to uh, the pirates, we have quite a connection with them. Uh, we actually have on the wall of the general manager's office, a picture of the Turi, because without the Turi, uh, we wouldn't be here. Um, That's the vessel that broke the mould, isn't it, broadcasting from? That's the one. Yes. Yeah, and in the early days, uh, Hauraki um, were involved with this business when it was starting to struggle. That was before I came along, I have to say. David Gapes, who you would be aware of, uh, was actually on the board of the company. And you, uh, when we spoke last time on this program, it was 2018, and the station had just won uh, the Radio Broadcaster of the Year, the absolute sort of supreme award uh, at the awards, which was almost, I I guess, uh, I mean, for the last three years running, that award has been won by one individual, Mike Hosking of News Talk ZB, but (laughs) five years ago, you carried it off as a station. That was in response to, uh, I think, news coverage of uh, the Edgecombe, floods and surrounds that, that were disastrous back then. Do you still have that new staff? And is that really you know, a core? Has it, has it been difficult trying to keep that? It's a very good question because, in fact, our news operation has expanded in terms of staffing by 50%. And that is thanks to the Public Interest Journalism Fund. So we've actually got three full-time journalists here. Previously, we had two. As you know, running news is an expensive operation that really just enhances our local news offering. That fund's out of time, though, isn't it now, Glenn? So is that something you, you'll be able to keep going? We're kind of hoping that we'll either be able to uh, generate enough income to keep it going, or we'll be looking for some support or sponsorship maybe locally to um, continue that. But we, we are very capable of running our local news operation, which actually has 83 local bulletins a week, plus agri 
and uh, political bulletins as well with two journalists. We've got a really young, uh, enthusiastic news team and we're really proud of them. Well, you wrote an article that we found online a few years back, several tips, a list of tips on running a standalone station. I don't think you were too aware of it. Maybe you don't remember uh, writing it. but um, oh, It's a great article, actually. <laughs> <laughs> if you do say so yourself. Uh, but you did yeah. say one thing that's important is to be a member of organisations as an independent station. But interestingly... You also said here, and this is, you know, some years ago, inclusiveness was important. You said, we want to have everybody in the tent, all people from all walks of life, young, old, diverse backgrounds and ethnicities. We try to reflect all of our area and its people. Kind of easy to say that, but this is, do you have to kind of compromise on that a little bit? Because if you have to exist in the commercial market, particularly as a as a sole station, is it harder to actually achieve? It's, it's a good question. I actually very proud of the diversity of our staff. I haven't found that difficult, in fact, rewarding. I think people really appreciate we recognise individuality and diversity. And also on your list of hints for prospective standalone station uh, executives, uh, you wrote about truth and trust. Um, and you also said, we refuse to be drawn into spurious social media posting and everything that attracts. We want to be straight down the middle to maintain our trust with audience and advertisers. I wonder, is this also becoming harder? Because one of the interesting trends is people setting up uh, news groups and so on in local areas and local communities. Um, it's the biggest survey of trust and news in New Zealand found a lot of people when they interviewed them saying, well, we try to mix up our news with uh, established sources, things like newspapers, but, you know, we find there's great news to be had on these social media groups. Yeah, I think that um, people have an expectation that we'll set a higher bar and uh, where this really comes into play is also in uh, civil defence situations. You know, when we had tsunami evacuation, there was a lot of misinformation coming to us, you know, we do see all the rumours and we have people calling us and so on. And we, not only do we have um, a news team, but we also have um, some very experienced people like Colin McGee, who have been in the situations, uh, look after the, this sort of information. So most of our people um, have the ability to actually make sure that everything is uh, straight down the line, as said before. So we are a member of the Emergency Services Coordinating Committee for the Eastern Bay of Plenty, and that's all of the emergency services. Uh, we're the only private organisation that's a member of that committee, and I believe that if we weren't delivering solid information that could be relied on, we wouldn't be part of it. I would just say, finally, Glenn, also in your list of... Uh tips on running a standalone station. Number 14, humility. And you wrote this possibly with tongue-in-cheek. We are, we believe, New Zealand's most awarded radio station. We're very proud of that, but we don't want to be, uh, we want to be relatable and accessible to everyone, so we're not going to overemphasize that position. Yes, uh, But, I mean, the awards you've had, uh, it really does stand out uh, when most of the other awards going to one group or the other or publicly owned RNZ or much bigger operators. Um, one of the most exciting things about the um, radio awards was that when I watched all the nominees coming up, a lot of those people who work for the networks started with us. That's exciting. Uh, yeah, the awards are important. They're great uh, for our area. It's a benchmark when 
you a standalone operation and you have to um, kind of um, aspire to greater heights. It's a way of, of measuring things, really. Yeah, you got morning tea with the mayor, I think, when you won the when one double X won the broadcaster of the year prize in twenty eighteen. Yes. Now that you just got the relatively minor award of local station of the year, anything from the mayor this time round? Uh, not yet. That was Glenn Smith, the outgoing managing director of the independent radio station based in Whakatane, One Double X, the winner of Local Station of the Year at the New Zealand Radio Awards earlier this month. And as you heard there, after 49 years with the station, Glenn Smith's now leaving it in the hands of new local owners.